Goku decided to show. Sorry, I'm late. A wizard is never late. You're a slacker. You are causing a major disturbance on my time. If I don't leave now, I'll be late for being early. You're late. I generally come in at least 15 minutes late. If you ain't first, you're last. Now the early show, later, with Karis and Jeremy from 1027 The Peak. Yeah. Get that sock on there. Ready to go. Sock it up. Let's go. Levels, levels, levels. Check, check, check. Levels are good. Great. Hello and welcome to the Early Show Later Podcast. I'm Karis. Hello, my name is Jeremy. This is episode 112, No Fish, No Booze. Wow. This This is a no fish, no booze zone today on the Early Show Later Podcast. Um, we're talking about a restaurant in Vancouver. That's what that's in reference to. Can't wait to tell you about it. Yeah, we'll tell you. Uh, it's a first in Canada. And you heard it here first. <laughs> on the early show podcast. Oh, yes. We have so much restaurant business news today on the show. <laughs> we do. Yeah. We're like Bloomberg podcast. <sighs> we're talking about Battle of Vancouver Casual Dining Restaurants. The Earls and the Cactus Clubs, which are both originated here in Vancouver. So that's also very Bloomberg business <laughs> newsy. Um, we're talking about a guy working on a house in Strathcona neighborhood in Vancouver who found a very interesting artifact in the backyard of this house that was, you know, I mean, the, the original house was probably built well over 100 years ago. Um, so that's pretty cool. You call it the old munitions dump house. I think mm-hmm. it's how it's known around the neighborhood. Yeah, that's how it's known now for sure. Uh, but we start off the podcast with a story of bleeding and domination. Karis. Yes, Jeremy. From the early show, 1027 The Peak. Uh, you gave blood the other day and you were just like walking around like just. Just like, like like a peacocking around the office. You were like, oh my God, I gave blood the other day. And people who give blood always do that. They're like, I gave blood. I gave blood. I gave, We know. We know. You gave blood. You're a good person. But you were like, I did it in seven minutes. Yes, I was mostly. I don't know if that's good. Mostly impressed with my speed. Now, I don't I don't want to condone speed bleeding into a bag because, I, you know, you donate. If you donate blood, you speed. You, you know, bleed however the speed feels right for you. Do it in your time. You know, you do it in your time. I was just really impressed with myself. I filled a bag with my blood in seven minutes. Yeah, but like you keep saying that to Mm -hmm. me, like, should I know that's Mm -hmm. good? Well, Well, first off, what's bad? Okay, well, I can tell you that it has taken me upwards of 20 minutes before. Wow. Yeah, And, and for some reason, I think it's just like, my body, I don't know if it's just because I didn't have enough water that day. I mean, if you're going to go donate blood, drink quite a lot of water right. and maybe have like a salty snack or something beforehand. That's a good Why tip. is a salty snack good? I don't know. I don't know the science There's behind this, that. But science that's what's so. recommended. Okay. Yes, exactly. Um, and uh, so for some reason, I've typically I've always been a slower bleeder. And right. so I sit there and I'm bleeding and I'm bleeding. I'm like, oh my God, why will I not bleed faster? Yeah, and you're like, which would be good if you were in a medieval battle and that's, took like an arrow wound. You're like, oh, this is good. Then that, that's the exact thought I had. I was like, okay, well, you know, the fact that I'm bleeding slowly is probably good generally overall. Speaking. Generally, I think that's a good trait that my body has. Like, hold on to the blood. Don't just let it go. But in this case, I'm like, I really want to speed it up. So I started doing like some some hand clenches. 
Okay, so I you just, felt like you controlled the pace at this point. Yeah. You were like, no, I am going to take control of this. Exactly. And I just like pushed it right out. And then all of a sudden, beep, beep, beep. And they're like, oh, you're done already. It's like, okay. Better so that's how it. you know it's fast. Because when the nurse who has seen a gamillion people bleed is mm-hmm. like, wow, you were quick. Yes. You're like, right, that was fast. Yeah. And the other cool thing is I realized that uh, you can get the, the you know, Canadian Blood Services app. Mm-hmm. And it'll track your speed bleeds. <laughs> so now, now I'm really into it. I'm like, I need to track my bleeding. I need to see how fast I can do this. You are getting advanced stats for donating blood. Yeah. That is incredible. So this is a cool story. I was reading about it in the Vancouver Sun about a guy doing some work on a house in Strathcona in Vancouver. Strathcona is one of Vancouver's oldest settled neighborhoods. And he found a lot of who's digging out back. Uh, yes, you do. Yeah. And he found a lot of stuff. Like, it sounds like he hit upon what used to be an old, you know, when somebody lived in the house when it was first built in the whatever turn of the last century, it was like a garbage pit. You know, they're like, (laughs) what should I do with this thing? Chuck it out back. Because that's what used to be Was the style of the time and still kind of is. Yeah, dig a hole in your yard and then you just chuck things in it that you don't want anymore. And he found a mortar shell, a three-inch mortar shell. And it sort of looks like a little mini Zeppelin. Like a bomb. Yes. Like a mortar, like the... Yeah, exactly, like a... And he hit it, I guess, with his shovel. Oh, that'd be free. Yeah. So at first you're like, ah, metal, treasure. Yeah, didn't know what it was. Uh, Thankfully... Hit it harder. Thankfully it didn't explode. Um, And then he... So it was a live munition. Well, I I mean, I don't know how live it is. I I mean, obviously it didn't go off when he hit it with a shovel, so that's good. I, I'm not sure how explosive it is right now. They had they called in the bomb squad. Oh, yeah. You know, he posed with a picture. You know, he picked it up and was like, took a picture of it before he called authorities, and they're like, whoa, put it down! Move yeah. away! Thousand percent I would take a picture. <laughs> and then yeah. the bomb squad's like, what are you doing? Don't handle it. <laughs> Just put it down and um, walk away. Okay, too late. I already filmed a TikTok with it. <laughs> So, uh, so the bomb squad came in. Uh, they they took it and they they figured out how to deal with it. I mean, apparently it had high level of degradation. Yeah. Um, they think that it was, you know, it was likely used for training during the World War II period. Okay. That's where they think maybe uh, it's from. But it's a, pr- I mean, it's a pretty cool find. Like he found some other things too, like old license plates. Uh, what else did he find? He found, you know, like bottles and just very like a little a old wooden skateboard that the wood was what? essentially gone. Like by the time he picked it up, I think it broke. <laughs> oh, like, okay. There's a little skateboard that had roller skate wheels attached to it or something like that. That'd actually be pretty cool. It's really, I mean, it's a cool thing about renovating really old houses is that sometimes you find cool stuff. Like I renovated a house in Vancouver, not this old, that was probably built in the 40s maybe, the house that I renovated. And we were ripping walls apart and we found, I didn't find a mortar shell, but I found some like some naked lady uh, playing cards from the Philippines. It okay. had the little Filipino flag on it. And it was maybe from the 70s. Okay. So it was like the hair was a style. Nice. Um, and that was very cool. 
I, I didn't have to call the bomb squad for that. I just kept those. You were like, these are bombshells, but not the same kind. Totally. And I'm going to just have these as like an you artifact. Still have them? You know what? I was thinking about, I was like, where did I put those? I know I have to have them somewhere. I just, I can't remember where. You know, it's like I have a lot of random weird things like that that I feel like it's hard to get rid of. But then every time I move, I'm like, I can't carry all this stuff with me. Do I need my 1970s Filipino naked lady playing Exactly. Cards? They take up not a lot of room, so they must have lived somewhere in my things. I don't you know where. I know I do. Speed is of the essence. And when I think of going to eat sushi, I generally am not looking for a fishless water only sushi establishment. Uh, but there is a new plant-based sushi restaurant now open in Vancouver. And they don't serve any booze and they have no fish. Huh. So that's interesting. Oh, we don't. That doesn't mean they just serve tail water. No, it's You're, true. It's mock, true. Mocktails. Yes. Very it, fancy like Mocha ones. with lots of whipped cream on top. Totally. Oh, awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. Maybe non-alcoholic sake, maybe. Probably. I wonder if non-alcoholic sake would, t- or would just taste like rice water. Well, you know, it's just be like they have no, they do make non-alcoholic hard bar now. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. So I could see them trying to, you know, have yeah, the mad do- mad food scientists in there doing their thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe I could understand it. Yeah. I want to dunk on this. I want to be like, oh, I would not go to a sushi restaurant that doesn't serve fish. But then <laughs> I uh, do uh, humble myself and be like. Uh, I only eat California rolls with that fake crab. So, <laughs> which is—is uh, is that even a fish product? I mean, I guess technically it maybe, is, but maybe not. And if it's not, I wouldn't care. No. So I'm not going to I'm, judge. This no, place. exactly. <laughs> and and you can't dunk on it. It's called Kofu. Yep. Pressed sushi, and it's in downtown Vancouver on Anderson Street, and it's the it's you know the only plant based sushi bar in Canada, apparently, and also with no booze. So this is like, it's ultra level of uh, non-conforming, this, this sushi place. And <laughs> But you look at look at the pictures of the sushi and it is, looks beautiful and delicious. And, you know, then there's no fish in it at all. But I want to try it. It looks gorgeous. Yeah, like I don't eat sushi with fish in it when I eat sushi. <laughs> Never? You never, never, never ever? Never? No, gross. Barf. Really? No, yes. I remember in high school, you know, in the 90s when the all-you-can-eat sushi was like the biggest trend in the world. Mm-hmm. And my buds loved it. Like, I mean, that would be the Friday thing to do. It would be like, we're going for all-you-can-eat sushi. And all the bros were like, who's going to eat more for $12? And I was like, oh, I'll have the tempura vegetables. You know, like that was me. <laughs> I will have 24 goma eye. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. I'll have the dumplings. Um, so that was me. Uh, before I learned to discover that I love I love everything to do with sushi but the fish. I love the wasabi. I love the pickled ginger. I love the soy sauce. All of that stuff. I want all of the accoutrement that comes on your dish, mm-hmm. except for the sushi. Well, Jeremy, I feel like this place sounds like it is made for you. Then I kind of feel like this might be my sushi restaurant. Mm. <laughs> Off that record, Sam's Town. That's the killers. When you were young on 1027 The Peak. Good morning. You're listening to The Early Show. It's 835. We're going to be having this kind of a day today. It's rainy and chilly. High of five degrees. Tomorrow, eight degrees and rain. And then the weekend, mix of sun and cloud. 
Someone's going to need to check on the uh, person that runs the Seabus Memes Instagram account. They're going to be having a day today on the news that Cactus Club sold. Yes. Seabus Memes always using Cactus Club as uh, the punchline to a lot of their jokes, but I think it comes from a place of like true appreciation and love for this iconic Vancouver brand. Yeah. And this is, you know, news today is that... Business news. Earl's, another casual dining brand, very well known in this city and really originated in this city. Although I think the first Earl was was actually technically in Calgary, even though the owners lived here. Okay. They ha- they opened their first one in Calgary. Oh, and, and then Cactus Club started in North Van. Yes. I was like, no, it started in North Van. Yeah. Uh, Cactus, Cactus exactly. See, I get them confused mm-hmm. all the time. But Earl's, because Earl's and Cactus Club, both really local, started locally, casual dining brands. Uh, Earl's has now 100% purchased Cactus Club. Yes, and so I don't think much will change. No, I, just, I don't Bring think any. Bring back the jambalaya rice bowl. <laughs> I no, I I don't think much is going to change. That's not you know it it's it is what it is. They're not going to change, change it. What Earl's Cactus Club combo restaurant like the Taco Bell KFC? Yeah, so side by side. Yes, like so. Bombing down the number one. I'm going to stop in Chilliwack for food as I always do. Mm-hmm. There's a KFC Taco Bell combo. Earl's Cactus Club combo. Do you get the ahi tuna bowl from Earl's or do you get it from Cactus Club? Which curly oh. fries are you going to enjoy more? Wow. Yeah, which one has the best teriyaki chicken Caesar? Ooh. Mm. Mm. You're right. Okay. Mm. <laughs> Karis, it's the same food. What? We made it to we- the end of another podcast. We did it. Man, the Earls and the Cactus Club, they're kind of, I mean, I wouldn't want to call them a cult, um, but I definitely, it I is, know. It's culty. Yeah, I've know, I know people who have worked in those environments, and it's kind of, they're sort of their own little microcosm. Uh, it's um, a lifestyle. Yes. Right, and they're. You and, work together, then you party together. Yeah. And then within that group of people, there are separate cliques. Oh, and they hook up. And they oh, there's so much hooking up and then there's there's drama. But then I'm like is that is that those restaurants or is that being in your 20s? I'm not sure. Maybe it's the combination. I think it's, it's hard be. to know. It's like the Earl's Cactus Club combo. Yeah, being because in your 20s and a server combo. Yeah, and and hijinks. also uh, we were chatting about this. It's not even necessarily just Cactus Club and Earl's, it's also the keg. Um, you know, there are various restaurant chains that sort of have this similar vibe experience. Something that would be, you know, you could make a movie about it or a sitcom or whatever. Oh, for sure. So that would be a good one to text in if you want the chips today um, at uh, Karis, C-H-A-R-I-S-H-O-G-G-Cog, at Karis Hog. I'm at Jeremy underscore Baker. Did you work at one of these places? It doesn't have to be necessarily Earl's Cactus Club, The Keg, you know, Milestones, Milestones Moxie's. Casual fast dining or whatever. Casual fine, casual fine dining? Casual fine dining? I don't know. <laughs> I, yeah, it's like that in between. Like you're not a fast food joint, but you bang out burgers and fries. Yes. You sit down with a fork and knife. You yeah. know what You know that, what I mean. What is that? that? I don't know. Whatever that is. Whatever that is. Did you work at one of those places? Do you confirm with us total cult environment? Please confirm our worldview. <laughs> we would love to hear that. You get the chips. <laughs> Um, that'd be fun. Um, all right, cool. So thank you. Guys. Oh, like my sister, our one listener to the podcast. Yes. She worked at White Spot. 
still is friends to this day with people she worked at White Spot with, you know, in 2004. Amazing. And I know people who met their partners, their life partners, working as servers in these establishments. Yeah. And to this day. Yes. Are still together. Yes. Oh, Remarkably. Yeah. Romance. So it's nice. <laughs> romance is not dead. Yeah. That's incredible. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, uh, thank you for coming on this ride with us. We love it. As always, you can listen to our live radio program from 6 to 10 a.m. on 1027 The Peak in Vancouver. You can stream it at thepeak.fm. Let's give them a little bit of a hint because tomorrow, final debate club of the week, your chance to win tickets to see the Black Keys and Band of Horses, uh, October 3rd, Rogers Arena. Um, so tomorrow, we've been asking to win the tickets. We ask you to to send us a take, a hot take on Debate Club. So tomorrow's hot take is, it's 1998. You're 17 years old. You have the finest tube top from Le Chateau. You have the finest pair of Dockers from The Gap. You're going out. Where are you going? Cactus Club, Earl's. Milestones. Milestones. Rainforest Cafe. There'll be a fourth one. Yeah, exactly. Maybe, yeah, exactly. We're not sure what the fourth one is. Could be Hard Rock Cafe. Could be Planet Hollywood. Moxie's. Moxie's. Where are you going? Where are you going? It's Where? Friday night. Oh, oh yeah. You're all dressed up. You're all dressed up. In Le Chateau Finest. Yeah, but you're not 19 plus. Where are you going? Yeah. Um, so that's going to be tomorrow's debate club. So we'll tell you about that today. And uh, and that'll be your chance at the Black Keys tickets tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Cool. We'll do this again tomorrow. All right. Bye. See ya. Nothing can kill the grimace. All right. We're done here.